That's that's not me. That's my job. What are you doing, Steven? Sorry, I've replaced you. <laughs> the the robots they are they are aware. They are sentient. That's kind of terrifying, actually. Maybe they're the robots from Kirby Planet Robobot. Is that is no. that the new one? That's the new one that's gonna come out. Oh yeah, I forgot what that was called. Nintendo loves robots lately. Bayonetta has robots. Robots are cool. (laughs) I guess robots are cool. But like the robot said, this is Gameware Express. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 122. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Friday, April the 1st, 2016. Vaughn Venters to my left. Yo, next week is 123. That's right. Steven Martin across the table from me. Hello, Adam. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to speak through me, Tomo, for this entire episode. Great. I love Dark Souls and Resident Evil. <laughs> that's Steven. Like, there he is. That's it. That's, that's the whole show for me. <laughs> um, Neil is out building a computer, because that's what Neil does. Hey, he you com- built a computer, not I that did. Long ago. Computer controller. That's a song. <laughs> it's a song. Just the it's way in, you, it's just, in frequency. Just the way computer that you said it. <laughs> Sorry. So... How's everybody doing tonight? Hey, pretty good. I've been Can't having complain. a super super busy week. Started the new job on Monday. Yeah. So now I have like eight jobs. You have lots of jobs. I have lots of jobs. You now. sound more and more like me. Whoa, that's what I'm going for. If I could be like half the man, you are. No, no you're you are more than the man that I. Am. <laughs> but we're on this job right now, Gameware Express. As I drop my pen, so for, we're going to start this week's episode as we always do with our intro question, and with the release of Mitomo today, yesterday, yesterday. I want to know what your favorite game where you take care of a digital something is. Whether it's a pet, a person, a you. What's your favorite game where you take care of a digital let me, creature? Let me tell you about a game where you you are tasked to go into this place you've never been. And you have to rescue and take care of the president's daughter. Her name is Ashley. I don't know her last name. But this game is Resident Evil 4. And as you're playing through this game, if you so much as even, I don't know, if, if Ash, this Ashley character thing that you're taking care of, this digital thing, if she gets yep. hurt at all, it's game over, man. There's no, like, you can't just hatch a new one. It's not Resident Evil 6. It's mm. Resident Evil 4. So right. there's, only, there's only one Ashley. And you got to take care of her. It's, you, you have to – I know some people don't like these uh, games where you have missions where you've got to, like uh, – Escort people? Yeah, they don't like that. No, and I don't. Resident Evil 4 is the first and only game I've played where the escort missions are actually really fun. Okay. The so, whole game is an escort mission. What about... Well, because you're looking for her half the game. Yeah. yeah. What about Dead Rising? Dead Dead Rising? That I basically forget about Well, so taking care of the people in that game, that's optional. Oh, okay. They all can die. It's fine. <laughs> what else are you supposed <laughs> to do in that game? Well, there's a story. You have to progress it. You have to find I, uh, things uh-huh. and people. Yeah. They don't have to. They don't have to live. Okay. You just have to find some bugs. I think there's mosquitoes in that game, like zombie mosquitoes. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Welcome to the show, Steven. Thank you. This is my Mitomo voice. <laughs> Vaughn. I, well, I like Pokemon, if that counts. No, yeah. Those, those things. <laughs> Debated on the show whether or not the Pokemon are willing participants <laughs> of that 
franchise. I don't think they have much choice in the matter, but I guess that that's the question. I mean, you could always opt not to battle. Yeah, you could just dress them up now. Yeah, that's a thing. There's, there's a lot of things you could do with Pokemon talent other than battle. You could rub their faces. Like you could, yeah, you take could pictures. pick them in the Pokemon Meet. You could play <laughs> mini games with them. You can take them to fashion shows. They're so you happy. Do a lot of stuff. <laughs> they're, they're so happy all the time. Well, sometimes they're happy. Sometimes like, they're my happy. Pikachu is not happy. I'm sorry. He follows me around, and when I when I face he looks him, sad. he makes the sad sound. I guess I guess you let him faint too many times. No, he's, he's I've been in like three battles. He's never he just doesn't like me because he doesn't know me. Oh well, then you know how that you is. Haven't yeah. traveled, you haven't traveled around with him enough. You, you meet a new Pokemon, and it's weird. You don't know each other quite well yet. So the first couple of days are awkward, but after a while, Pikachu gets to know me. We're okay. gonna like each other. Welcome to the show, Vaughn. It's good to be here. So Neopets popped into my life yesterday randomly. I was going to say as, that uh, too, actually. <laughs> as it does. So I was at work, and my sister was helping me with something. And her quote was, we can do this the right way or the Neopets way. Dude, I have that tattooed on my neck. <laughs> That's so weird. The she whole said the quote. Same. Yeah, the whole quote's right. Look, you can see it right here. Yeah, I see it. Whoa. <laughs> it looks fresh. So I've played a lot of Neopets when I was like eight years old, and yeah. that was dumb and great. I guess kind of like a precursor or, or with Pokemon. I don't can't remember when Neopets was around, but I was young. I don't remember if it was before or after I played Pokemon, but I just remember some shitty thing on my computer that all the kids were doing when they were in like fourth grade. Yeah. That or I had my... Tom, was it Tamagotchis? Tamagotchi. Hashtag Tamagotchi, only 90s yeah. kids. Tamagotchi. Yeah. Yeah. Those were sad because those were sad. They died. Yeah. And they die, and mm-hmm. you're like, well, I guess I'm done with this one. That yeah. Go to the Tamagotchi the store one. and get another one. <laughs> or can you just take the battery out and then it'll re- re- reset the memory? <laughs> I Maybe. don't remember. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't remember. I was too little. And didn't wasn't there like a Pokemon version of that? There was this there's the Pikachu one because you could like if you shook it because you're supposed to walk it would like don't do shake things. the baby don't shake the baby. Roller Coaster Tycoon is also a good answer because you yes. can just like take care of your guests or yeah. you just like throw them into the water. You know, it, yeah. there were consequences for throwing them in the water <laughs> in the first two games because they would die. That's right. But in the third game, they just kind of like, well, oh, just hanging out here now. <laughs> they don't die. It's too dark. Yeah, I don't think any, anyone, no one dies in Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. Even when there's a terrible roller coaster crash, yeah. oh, they just like, okay, they walk away. That was fun. Oh, not my favorite ride. Well, I guess we're not riding this anymore but today. It, in the first two first two games, they died. There were consequences. So you, you didn't want your roller coasters to, to crash. To crash. Why they changed that? Maybe for the ratings. Maybe. Maybe that became too violent. Yeah. Too much. Too too scary for kids designing roller coasters. Because you know, adults don't play games. No, they don't. Kids. <laughs> cool. Thanks for joining me tonight, guys. A lot of new things. Uh, I love things. That we played, I got to experience this week. Steven, how about you yeah. go first? Because you introduced the show um, with Mitomo. So you you probably know, but Mitomo is Nintendo's first app, as it is. It's yeah. not a game. No. Mobile um, app. First mobile app. It's been out in Japan for about a month, mm-hmm. maybe three weeks. And it came out uh, just this Thursday yeah. in America. So I downloaded that. And let me tell you, this game... Uh, if you if, if you like your phone's battery to be charged, <laughs> do not play this. Yeah, uh, you you can watch it the little percentage thing drain Strain. down as you're playing. This when thing. on, I have an iPhone, and when I was like loading mine, I was downloading or whatever. They had tips popping up. Like if you're worried about your phone's battery, and you just, should be, just go to the power save mode in your options and turn Mitomo on power save what mode. What the hell does I'm that like, even do? I mean, obviously I don't you don't know, know yet because you haven't. I da- I downloaded it, but I had problems trying to get my me. To transfer my Nintendo account, a lot turns of out people was, are having problems. 
I had no copy turned on on my 3DS, oh, hey, so I had to go. Don't copy that. Floppy. Don't copy that floppy. So I had to go and turn that on, but then I didn't have my 3DS connected to the internet because I was at work. Yeah. So then I just took made it a QR code and I just took a picture of the QR code. That worked with my phone and that worked. Oh, okay. But while I had while it was clicked to no copy, the QR code did not work. Oh yeah, no one's QR codes are working. I, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter sharing QR codes and people saying, well, if you're not actually friends with that person, oh, uh, they won't let you. Can. Yeah. Which, doesn't that defeat the purpose of the QR code? I feel like it. But there are different ways to add people, I know. I, I'm doing it through Twitter and Facebook. Okay. So if we follow each other on Twitter, or if we are friends on Facebook, then I've added you to okay. this game. Well, I haven't a chance to do mine yet, because I, I know if it was setting up, like you said, Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi Life, where like, you have the voice thing, you want it yeah. to sound right, and all these, I didn't want to do that with other people around, having it say random words. So I'll just wait until I got home to yeah, do this, it. This game is basically Tamagotchi Life, but it's in your phone which mm-hmm. means you'll probably play it more. Probably. Because Tamadachi Life is really cool and mm-hmm. weird and quirky, and that's what this game is. Mm-hmm. It basically asks you questions about yourself so that Nintendo can sell that data. Of course. And then you <laughs> can comment on your what your friends say because uh, mm. you can see their answers. But there's also these weird mini-games. I, I haven't really... I, I played it once, and I got a shirt with a hamburger streak on it. Perfect. Like, I don't want that. Aww. So I, I didn't play any more games because they were all weird food shirts. And <laughs> I don't own any food shirts in real life, so I feel like that's not representing my sweet style that's right. in the game, mm-hmm. of which I have none. So <laughs> so is that is that the whole game? Is it just like I random things to get close? So, and I don't or? know. I've right. only put maybe two or three hours into this. Uh, just, only two or three yeah, hours you know, into this phone app. I'm, <laughs> I'm level three on style. I'm level three on friends. So. Wait, these are real things? Yeah. You're not just bullshitting me? No, these th- are real these things. Are in level th- three on these friends. Are actual friends. Real things. I never know like, Steven sometimes. The more but... you interact with your friends, the higher your friend level gets. And mm-hmm. then you get rewards for that. You get rewards for interacting with your friends' posts, for answering your own questions, for sharing, you know, Sharing your answers on social media. On, yeah. You know, they want people to, s- to spread the word about this game. Of course. Do the marketing for them. Mm-hmm. So you can earn in-game currency. I have my own your... marketing to worry about. I can't market right. for Nintendo for free. Well, you're going to do it. You installed <laughs> the game. Um, so, yeah, it's very early, but I like it. It's just it destroys my phone. I have a new right. phone. Yeah. And it's still, ah. Mm. It turns it into like a 1,000 degrees when you're... Maybe they should do something about that. Now I'm worried to do it because my iPhone battery used to be awesome when I first got it. Oh, yeah, now it's. Uh, I wonder what the uh, battery saver mode in the game does. Does it turn the graphics off or the animations? I don't turn them down too. I can only just play. I just have to play this in bed while I'm connected to my charger. That's what I was and, doing. Like, that's it. It was stabilizing the charge. As, oh, so it wouldn't even. So it wouldn't go up, but it nope. wouldn't go down. Yeah, the, the <laughs> wow. battery level would <laughs> not go up, but it would not go down. <laughs> okay. I'm worried that it could damage your phone potentially if it's if it gets too hot. I mean, it's, well, I guess your phone will shut down if it gets too hot. Right, Dang, that's happened this, before to my iPod has, Touch. This has me worried a little bit. Like, what will happen when Pokemon Go becomes a thing? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this game is just pushing the data out. But I mean, Pokemon Go is probably gonna be even worse if it's constantly using like GPS tracking and stuff. Yeah, and this doesn't use GPS as far as I know, or maybe yeah. it does. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what'd you think of Walmart when you earlier? <laughs> Your phone already does that. It does. I mean, I get paid 13 cents every time I answer that question. <laughs> Mitomo does not pay me 13 cents. So, are you enjoying your time with Mitomo? Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. You, just coming up with dumb answers. Yeah, that's the whole point. Right? Yeah, it's, if it's more, if it's a more social Tamadachi life, I can see it being cool. And that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea, and I'm sure the monetization uh, once I discover it. <laughs> will be ruthless, but yeah. I, I don't think a game has ever kind of grabbed me in that way. 
Mm-hmm. So we'll see if this one does. I'll let cool. it. I'll let it try. Yeah. But I'm not guaranteeing that I'll spend any money on this. I, although I guess I could spend my Google money, right? Yeah, you have it. Or no, I don't think that would work. Oh, is this Nintendo money? It's yeah, because it's in the app. It's like an oh, in-app. So yeah, I couldn't use my man, Google you survey need some money. Box. Can I buy a Nintendo box with my Google survey money? I don't know. I have twenty bucks sitting in that account. That's a lot. Yeah. There's answering creepy questions. Well, it's like, hey, how was uh, how was Best Buy? It was great. <laughs> Thirteen cents. Do you get more money if you say it was great? No. No. I also, I think it knows if I lie about where I go. <laughs> Because it only gives me like two cents if I lie. That's funny. Or maybe those companies that I don't go into but go near. So that's why it wants to know if I went there. It's oh, GPS-based. Yeah. Maybe they just don't pay as much as Target and Best Buy. That's really creepy. You need to stop doing that. During the summer, I'm just going to like go I'm, – I'm going to go to all the stores where it asks if I have been. Because not every business in the Google survey thing cares that you went there. So oh, they okay. Pay you. But if there's like five businesses that are right next to each other, just keep going by them. Yeah, every day I just go in each. That's like a dollar a day. That's, I don't even have a job anymore. It's great. That's not all I've been playing. Okay. Um, I I purchased uh, the uh, download of the Day of the Tentacle remastered on PlayStation Four. Oh, cool. Okay. Because that's a good game. Yeah. I really do think Day of the Tentacle is is the Best or second best adventure game I ever played as a child. Okay. It's, it's either that or Sam and Max Hit the Road, which is so good, and I hope that comes out. That's like the only one that they haven't announced. Is that LucasArts slash maybe Double it, Fine? Maybe that is out. I don't even know. Because Telltale actually kind of got their start making a bunch of Sam and Max games. Okay. But when Tell, Telltale made their Sam and Max games, it had been, you know, 10, 15 years since Hit the Road. So yeah. This is back when Telltale before they had done Walking Dead. So they they did these Sam and Max games, and they did uh, Bone, the comic book. They did like a, a game based on Bone, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And I want to say they did an Asterix and Obelix game, but maybe they didn't. Maybe I'm just dreaming that. <laughs> and then they did uh, Back to the Future and eventually Walking Dead. Or was it reversed? The Jurassic Park. Back to the Future then? was first in Jurassic Park. And then Walking Dead. And then Walking Dead. Dead. Then and Walking exploded. Dead is like new Telltale. Yeah, that's yeah. new Telltale. Well, what I love about um, what I love about Day of the Tentacle, besides the fact that it's hilarious, or maybe it's just funny to me because some of the jokes in this game definitely you would not get because <laughs> these are guys you know that grew up in the '60s that made this game. Oh right, right, right. So, um, but yeah, it's I don't think it's obtuse. I think the problem with a lot of adventure games is let me go grab this random thing and then mm-hmm. mix it up with this random thing, and and Day of the Tentacle does have that. There are tons of random things to pick up off the ground, but to me it's more intuitive as to what you should actually do with this thing. Or mm-hmm. every So in this game, you play as three teenagers, um, one of which was in Maniac Mansion, which is the precursor to this game. Day of the Tentacle is a sequel to Maniac Mansion. Okay. Um, but these three teenagers basically, they have this problem and they, they end up getting split up. And then you kind of cycle back and forth between all three teenagers, but you can also share inventory. And there there's... Okay, so it's two, four, six hundred years separate the three teenagers once Whoa. the game actually starts. Okay. So one of the teenagers is stuck two hundred years in the past. One is stuck in the present, and one is two hundred years in the future. That's four hundred. That's four. Math is really hard. That's <laughs> four hundred years. So, and you can share items by. Um, first of all, the characters, their time machines are all broken. Uh, uh, yep. So they're just stuck. Now. <laughs> but somehow you can still share your inventory because the time machines are, are like um, porta potties. 
their toilets. That makes sense. But you can share the inventories by flushing items back and forth between each other. <laughs> Somehow that still works. That's like that actually does work. But you can't. You, you can't. You can't, you can't get in the toilet. Right. Mm-hmm. And not everything fits in the toilet. Crowbar doesn't fit in the toilet. Mm. Um, and for some reason, a hamster wouldn't fit in the toilet, so I had to freeze it. And then it's stuck. It's just frozen for 200 years. And once I put the hamster in the ice cubes, then my character that's 200 years in the future can just pick it up because it's just still Right, there. but it can't go backwards. Uh, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. So I had to microwave the hamster. It's, the hamster's fine, okay? And then, oh, yeah. If you try to microwave it a second time, it actually tells you, you know. Hey, don't do that. Don't do that. The, the character, she, she looks at the camera, or what is the camera, the fourth wall, and says that, you know, um, children that put hamsters in microwaves get taken away from their parents and put up for adoption. So don't do that. <laughs> like she, she actually, that's verbatim. Wow. But, no, this game is really funny. They've redone all the art, um, and it's they've not updated the animation. So the animation is identical to the original game. It's just the art is higher res and redrawn, and the yeah, music's yeah, yeah. all been redone. But you can play it in either the original version, like the VGA graphics, or you can play it in That's modern, cool. high res. Mm-hmm. You can play it with the old audio, or you can play it with the new audio. So you can choose, like, I want to play old graphics, new audio. I want to mm. play new graphics, old audio, or whichever. Um, also, the voice work. The voice work is the same voice work from the original game, but it's cleaned up. Okay. So they must have gotten the master tracks. Yeah, and kind of a re- Yeah, redubbed. So which that. combination are you playing with? What combination? Like which? Oh, I'm just new, new. New, yeah, new. Okay. fine. Um, I like to switch back and forth between just the graphics mode. Well, is it four by three when you switch it back? Oh uh, yeah, or, pretty much. Is it sixteen by nine? Yeah. Okay, because uh, Grim Fandango is always four by three. Right, because so the well, the backgrounds in that are, are CG. Oh, okay. Right? Just see. like Final Fantasy. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, I, I don't know how that worked because that well, Grim Fandango the it was three D. Poly- polygonal models, which you can just scale up and yeah. look better. But so this game is all hand drawn. But I'm really enjoying it, and I don't remember anything about it. That's good. So because it was 20 years ago. Yeah. And I've done, you know, well, let's not talk about that. But, <laughs> um, so it's it is basically a brand new experience to me. That's good. Uh, the beginning of the game, yeah, I kind of remembered. Okay, I need to get George Washington to chop down this cherry tree, but. He only chops down cherry trees, and this is a kumquat tree, so I have to paint the kumquats red for him to cut. The- <laughs> And I know this sound. This does sound dense and kind of stupid, but <laughs> as you talk to characters, they kind of give you an idea of what they okay. need. Yeah. So you can, and they're like, okay, well, I need. I know George Washington only cuts down cherry trees, and I know I've got this this paint, uh, this can of red paint. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty that. easy to figure out. Good. But also in each in each era, there's a mummy, and it's the same mummy. He doesn't talk, <laughs> but there's a mummy that you can talk to, and it's it's like a one sided conversation. So yeah. each teenager can talk to this mummy. And they'll talk to themselves, but they're giving you hints on what to do in each other's games by talking to this mummy thing. So it's okay. kind of like an in-game cheat system, but it's not um, it's not as obvious as like pressing the cheat button. Yeah, but it'll it'll kind of lend you like towards the path that uh, you need to be on. Was this before or after Grim Fandango? This is before. By oh, okay, like seven years. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, this is early '90s, and Grim Fandango was like late '90s. So, so would you recommend it for someone who yeah. hasn't played any of these before? Yeah. Or? I mean, I don't know because it, it, how do, you may not like adventure games, but if you've played, what if you kind of like Grim Fandango, which they released last okay, year? If you kind of like Grim Fandango, I think this is a better game, and okay. I think it's more enjoyable. Okay. I think the there's humor. There's more humor. I mean, Grim Fandango, Grim Fandango had some humorous points, but mm-hmm. it still had some serious overtones. Yeah. And this is just just silly and dumb how do you is it uh 
movement with the controller like Grim Fandango? Uh, no, so it's point and click. So you'll oh. you'll scroll. Interesting, with the joystick know, and then yeah. click with X. Or if you hit the up button on the D-pad, it'll highlight the objects in the backgrounds that Ooh, you can interact with. Yes. So you know each scene might that have. Seems two like to cheating, s- but no, because I mean, as you you move the cursor over the object, it like does something different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. That was always fun when I played Daganronpa. It's like, all right, I don't know what the fuck else to do, but you can press triangle and it'll tell yeah, you it'll all tell the you things you, you can interact with. They've also improved the mechanic of sharing the items back and forth. It's a lot quicker uh, mm. to you know, put the item. You, don't have to, you do not have to be next to the time travel toilet to make the <laughs> items go between each of you. Mm-hmm. But your character does have to have uh, the ability to access the toilet. So at one point in the game, if one of your characters is like, locked up in a jail-type scenario, you can't send her the item. Because uh, she wouldn't be able, be able to, to get, get to it. it. That's smart. But if you can sneak out of that jail, which is easier to do, then you can. <laughs> she doesn't have to be near the toilet. She just has to be able to get to it. Right. Yeah, it's a really good game. Uh, it's very funny. Um, it's on. It's cheap. It's like fifteen bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, and I'm I'm probably about halfway done. Cool. Checking the trophy list. I've got like half of the trophies, and they just pop up randomly. I don't know. <laughs> nice. You press this uh, help bell at the front desk in the modern era and you get a trophy for that if you hit it enough times. Oh. I didn't know that. Ping, I just ping, ping, hit ping, it a bunch. Yeah. Pop. But that's not all of it. Whoa, look at you. Well, we had a week off of work. That's I fair. had a week off. Yeah. <laughs> I had a week off of work, so it's like I'm going to play some games. And I would say I'm about 10 hours into Resident Evil 6. Oh, uh, okay. Play. Yeah, that's right, on <laughs> PS4. I've completed Leon's campaign. Okay. And I just started. Now I have to move on to Tails' campaign. Mm. <laughs> Tails? Like Sonic? Yeah. <laughs> and then you play Amy, and then you play Knuckles, and then you play the robot. Yeah, all the friends are here. And you play Big here. the Cat. Actually, in this Resident Evil, all, all of the friends are here. It's like six <laughs> playable characters. It's in the title. Seven. There's seven uh, playable. What the yeah, fuck? They're, they're okay, come on. Foreshadowing. Come on. Dang. Seven, seven <laughs> playable characters, but only if you play co-op. Because there's four uh, main campaigns, right? Mm. There's Leon and his partner, girl, I don't know. <laughs> There's Chris and his partner, which is Guy. Okay. But not Guy from Street Fighter. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> just some dude. And then there's also, um, did I say Chris? Yeah. Did I say Claire? No. Claire's not in this game. Oh. So that would not be appropriate. Who am I forgetting? Oh, Jake Mueller. Jake. And girl. And girl. There's a girl who's with him. Jill. No. Oh. Jill was, she was in five. She was, yeah, the last time she was seen was in five. She's a bad guy. Whoa. Well, she was. Spoiler alert. <laughs> That if I just ruin Resident Evil 5 a, for you. Is that when she has the jewel in her chest, like um, in Marvel's Capcom yes, 3? Yeah. And she, okay. her hair is different for some reason, because yeah. jewels do that to your hair. I was confused in, in it NBC3. Was, it was Wesker. Why. He dolled her up for some weird reason. Wesker's <laughs> always dolling up <laughs> girls for his own pleasure. W- Wesker's weird. <laughs> so I've defeated, uh, so far in this game, I've, I've played through, what, five chapters, of which are random lengths. Length, lengths, lengths. Mm-hmm. It's, the first chapter was two hours long. And there's no... I'm playing through this game, I'm playing through this full chapter, and there's no pause. There's no... Chapter one two. Take a breather. This is how well you did in chapter one one. You just go right into it. Well, I don't even know when I'm in one two, and I didn't even know there was a one two or one three or one four or one five. Oh, I didn't know that until after I beat the whole chapter. And now, when when you beat a chapter, you can go back and you can play through those one twos, one threes, you know. But the game doesn't tell you while you're playing Hmm. that you've hit a sub chapter. Mm. It also doesn't do a good job of telling you when it's safe to quit because. I had a save point or checkpoint last night. I was like, okay, I'm gonna eat some dinner now. So I I assumed checkpoint don't do that means it's saving little things spinning. And I just done something I didn't want to do again, which is probably a boss encounter. I don't know something. 
and then went back to the game after um, after dinner, and I had to redo that whole thing that I just I hate games like or that. Or thought I'd saved. I guess it didn't save. Because like Last of Us does it the right way, where it's like this saved one minute ago. Yeah. And I don't well, know why all it, games can't do that. If it's a checkpoint, then that should mean that when I go back to the game, that's right. Right, but it's like, is it a checkpoint, a safe checkpoint, or is it a checkpoint if you die checkpoint? It sounds like I guess that was die checkpoint. So that yeah. game has some frustrating uh, pacing elements, but yeah. mechanically, it's phenomenal. Um, it's, it's probably I, I think I, I talked to you about this on chat. I think I really do think Resident Evil Six uh, mechanically is. As far as like a third-person uh, action game, gives you like the most control over your character. Like you can pretty much do anything. And that's interesting to me because like, say what you want about Gears of War, but I think that revolutionized the third-person cover shooter game mechanic, which yeah. is how easy it was. Which is this A button, A button was everything. And, and you think it's better than that? And this is the opposite because the, this it's all of the the way that you control your character. It's not intuitive, and it doesn't tell you how to do any of it. I think when you're like, when you have load screens, I, there are sometimes little hints on what what you can do, like what maneuvers you can do, and what the pre- the buttons to press mm-hmm. or, or what you should press. To right. Do it. But the, it loads so fast you can't read it. Like the every time I load into a section, the load times is less than a second, mm-hmm. and you can't read the yeah. splash text on the screen. Thanks PS4. Too fast. Also, <laughs> that the frame rate it's like a solid locked 60 frames per second. That's good. And the whole thing is um, 1080p. You know. Super high def. Well, I guess not super. I'd hope high a def. game from last generation could be 1080p 60 on years. the new stuff. But it, it it runs incredibly, and mm-hmm. it looks great. It's a little dark. Yeah, I bet that the brightness is jacked up all the way to the top setting, not on the TV, but in the game. Right. But it's still a little dark. Are you still playing this on a mini TV? Did you ever get your yeah, Panasonic fixed? I haven't gotten my main board shipped in yet. Gotcha. Or my Panasonic. So I'm playing this on a 32 inch. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, Aquas? What is that? Sharp. Aquas sharp, yeah. A sharp Aquas. A tiny TV. Uh, okay, well. Which I guess the last time I played Resident Evil 6 was on a 40 inch DLP. <laughs> so the, at least the screen is about brighter. the same. Well, the screen's brighter well, on the too. TV. So that's too. Yeah, I can always sit really close. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then how goes your Dark Souls adventure? Uh, yeah, I, I think I've got like two areas left in the entire game. You only got like three areas left. A what? week and a half didn't left. Just, didn't you just start it? No, I'm 40 hours into Dark Souls. Jeez. Yeah. You have, what's I mean, today's like, the first? You have 12 days like last left. Last week, right? I guess oh, I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls. Yeah, you played a lot. It was a couple weeks Dang. ago, I think. What was yeah. the question again? I was just saying, it stays the first, so you have 12 um, days left. Technically, days left. A, week a week from today, today is when we get the game. Yeah. So I have. Got a week. A week. So, luckily we're commuting next week. Yeah, but I think this weekend I can finish Dark Souls. Whoa. There you go. Because Renee is going to be doing some things in New Orleans on Saturday, which means I will be home alone. Yeah. In the darkness. <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> the darkness. <laughs> also been playing some uh, Earthbound on 3DS. How's that? That's great. That's my I'm going to bed game, which means I play it for like five minutes. And then <laughs> sleeping. I can't remember if I bought that. I pulled it up in the store. I don't remember if I hit the buy button. Luckily, but I want you can to. always go back and... Yeah, yeah. You can buy it. After next week, we're going to be on the road for work for like four weeks straight, and that could be a good thing to play. Lugging a 32-inch Aquas out <laughs> with me. What about you, Vaughn? That Street Fighter update hit this week. Yep, I'm sure I you checked it out. actually played a whole lot uh, a couple of nights ago. So the game's officially out. Yep. Beta access <laughs> is over. Every everything is out. We got we got the challenge. Well, not everything. Well, 
every every like thing that made up the basic of basic portion of the main game, I guess. I got you. So what is here now? What is here now that was not here before? We got we got challenges. Okay, what do those do? Like pretty much they're trials for every character. Like there's up there's up to ten, and it's basically like this little segment where you can just try out characters and they ha- ha- they lay out these combos for you to do with each character. It's like oh, the, okay. base, the basic B&Bs of characters so you can get used to how they work. Cool. So, so. that would be good for a beginner like me. Exactly. They also have the demonstrations where I know a lot of people complain, hey, yo, they only showed off like stuff for Ryu in that little tutorial. Oh, for like his so V-skill and how to jump over a fireball? Yeah. Well, now they have all that stuff for every other character. So okay, now you cool. can see what all of their V skills and V triggers do. Is there is there a bad cutscene before each one? No. <laughs> Everyone's just in the training room or whatever, so <laughs> the grid. Take, take, take it as you will, but hey, it, it gives you the basics of like what each character can do. So if you're trying to get into it, there you go. Mm-hmm. You have you have a method of learning the game from scratch now. Okay. There's also the shop, which is pretty cool. There's actually like quite a few costumes in there, and there's a lot of colors as well. And they even have titles like that you can buy with fight money. And I think the Zenny system is coming eventually, where you can use real money. So yeah, nice. take that as you will. Can I use my Mitomo money to buy Zenny? No. What's the <laughs> conversion on that? Do I have to go to the airport to convert that? The the, the conversion is zero to zero. It's like an infinite conversion. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> but uh, there was a brief trial on the 30th where you could play as the new character, Alex, for a limited time. For until, free? Like, yeah, for free. Whoa. Everybody could play him for free. That's Although, smart. I think now at this point you have to buy him with your fight money for it. And how much fight monies is that? I don't know yet. I haven't looked. <laughs> oh, okay. You just played him for free? Because I just played it, played it all on the night where it was like all free and whatnot. <clears throat> Looking at my old replays, seeing like what I did wrong, how I can improve, all that good stuff. Play some online, which was kind of a bad idea because everyone and their mother was on the server, so mm. the servers were kind of. I know my mom just picked game. up the game yesterday. I told her <laughs> yeah, it was live, and the, and the update was out, so it was real. So she could go ahead and buy it now. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of a hassle to deal with. I guess I'll just like wait for a little while before the servers become stable and there's not as many people playing online. Mm-hmm. Cool, because everybody wanted to play it. But right. Alex is pretty cool. Like he retains a lot of like what made him good from Third Strike. Okay. Or, like not what made him good, because he wasn't a good character in Third Strike. But it, it he he has his Third Strike image back still, and he's a hard hitter with a couple of grapple moves. But he has average health, which doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> That's like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big slow characters should have like a little more health. But makes sense. It's whatever. But Maybe you can buy more health with real money. <laughs> I doubt that. I, I've been saying for years they need a little USB coin box where you can just put another quarter in to refill your health bar. Does someone from Capcom just come to my house to empty that out once a week? Yes, some guy comes once a week to empty it. He kind of smells weird. He's cool, though. He's got wrestling moves. He's got a, he's got a power wait, wait, wait. bomb. Are we talking about the guy that comes to empty the coin box? Or are we no, talking about Alex? talking about Alex, dude. I okay, confused for a second. Yeah, Alex has a power bomb. He does a lot of damage, and uh, his V trigger is this little like charge up punch that which also works like a parry, so it's kind of cool. Mm, okay. It's like a super awesome clothesline looking move, and he has he easily has the best theme song in the game. And well, what about fully, Rashid? Fully, Rashid's is really good, but I'd put Alex's above it. 
It's oh, you should okay. put it as the th- ending theme of this episode. Oh, okay. Stay tuned <laughs> to see if that happens. I've not heard any of the music from this game because I just Spotify Indestructible the entire time <laughs> I'm playing Street Fighter uh, Five. Because that is the best Street Fighter song. And you know, it's funny how much we hated that song when Street Fighter 4 launched. But everybody but misses it now. Man, that song is so good. Are we talking about Disturbed? No, oh, no, okay, no, no. Good. The actual title song oh, okay. from Street Fighter 4 is Indestructible. I was about to say. Was... Disturbed is, but their song, Indestructible, is okay. <laughs> but no, the Street Fighter 4 title song is just... Okay. It just makes me want to get ready to play some Street Fighter. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have eight-player lobbies now. Oh, so good! Finally. It's about, how's, have you tried that? Not yet. That's what I'm most curious but about. A lot See, of... I was all hyped to play Street Fighter a month ago. Now I really don't care. <laughs> well, this will probably make you care again because now we can have multiple people in the lobby just broke. So now I, I haven't gotten a chance to watch me get my ass kicked. A lot of a lot of people in uh, my team, 482, have been jumping on that lobby like a lot. That's so. cool. There should be like a little mini game while you're watching. Other, I mean, you're watching matches, right? You or, can choose to spectate if you yeah. want to. Well, I'd rather play a little mini game. I don't know, like hit a ball back. And but how, so how does that work? So if there's eight of us in there, are we just having four matches going on at the same time, or are six of us just watching two people fight? And you're like, I got ups, or like, how does that work? It's uh one match and it's uh rotation, like winner stays. Or I think oh, there, so might be, like there might be there might be settings where you can set it a, to a different way. I like I said, I haven't it's, explored yeah, it's, it's it enough new. yet. So I was curious about that. So we used to do that. Um, in ult- Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but there's no spectator mode when the game came out. So you're just sitting there watching like a loading bar. That sucks. Until they finish and you get to jump in. Well, it could take a long time. Yeah. There's eight people waiting to play in a lot. Yeah, so that Marvel, seems a little much. For Marvel or, specifically. Yeah. That's what I'm, yeah. But even for Street Fighter, that's that's still a long wait. Right. So unless you're like doing some push-ups or something while you're waiting, like push-ups for Street Fighter. Hashtag, hashtag. push-ups for Street Fighter. There you go. I imagine the eight-person lobbies are going to be the optimal way to play online for that game in the future. Right. <clears throat> Rather than ranked. So. Do you get you don't get fight money though? Do you? I don't think so. Yeah, but, I mean, so. it's not like you get much fight money for playing ranked anyway. You only get like fifty. Fifty for winning. per win. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What's the best way to get fight money? By doing all the single player stuff, which is now available as a free download. <laughs> yep. And how big was that download? Six point seven gigabytes. <laughs> my, mine, my, it automatically downloaded. Used it overnight? Well, I don't know. It's uh, the other day, like Tuesday, I think. I haven't turned my PlayStation on like all week, so I haven't checked it. Does your PS4 not automatically turn on like in the middle of it the night? It should. That's what I'm saying. It may have downloaded it. Though. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I hope it did. But I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe I should set mine to do that. Oh, it's yeah. great, man. Like 4 a.m.? Yeah, doing? 4 a.m., my PS3 turns on, my PS4 turns on, the whole house is awake. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> well, I was working on the road a few weeks ago, and at like 4 a.m., uh, my PS3 <laughs> turned on in the hotel room. I was like, what the? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. creepy. I forgot I did that, but okay. Got to upload those trophies. Yeah. PS3 doesn't automatically do that <laughs> unless you manually uh, set that. Oh, you also get money for uh, viewing all the tutorials and demonstrations that I talked about earlier. So, see, be sure to just start them up and then just hit the button. So <laughs> many opportunities for fight money. You're gonna be bathing in it. I'm, yeah. a, I'm at over three hundred thousand fight money right now. So. You could buy how many characters can you buy with that? Uh, probably just one. Right. Oh, okay. we could buy one. That's an that's an Alex. So yeah, that's Alex at least. Man, I want oh. you to be. Uh, so I play. I forgot. I played a lot of. Uh, a lot of third strike this week. Like this is this is the game that I believe is the like precursor this to is third leading strike. right up to third so strike. So I imagine we'll be getting a lot of third More strike third characters strike. in this game. Q is so weird. Did you have you ever played much with I've, Q? I haven't played like much of third strike think. in general, but I've seen a, a friend of, of ours players. play as Q though. Q, I don't know what to do with Q because he's so slow and you know he doesn't have I don't know, but interesting character. 
Very much so. I downloaded a bunch of old PlayStation Plus games on my PS3. Whoa, nice. Some Scott Pilgrim, Street Fighter, I don't know, something else. That's cool. Yeah. I got to reload that hard drive because it's a, a mm. oh, yeah. quote-unquote brand new PS3. Mm-hmm. Not mine. That was used, but yeah, forgot about 300 that. gigs yeah. of Plus games. So many gigs. Probably put like six games on that. <laughs> but yeah, Street Fighter Five is looking pretty good right now. Maybe I'll jump back in. Are you good. still? It's good. You're still using that fight pad that you recommended. Yep. From... The the Hori Fighting Command. I need to get that. It's really, really good. It's and really I can use it on PS3. Yep. You can. That's awesome. Turns out, okay, I was looking through my collection of controllers, and my PS3 fight pad, my Capcom fight pad, was wireless. Hmm. And the wireless thing doesn't work anymore. Well, that's not good. But I have a wired one. Like I don't know why did they make a wireless model? Am I the only one on the planet that has a wireless? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, you're I thought not wireless is bad for fighting games. Wireless Terrible. is bad yeah. for fighting games. And it doesn't even work anymore. But I don't even know why I have that wireless one. I don't mm-hmm. know, especially if you have the wired one. So well, I must have gotten the wired one after the. I don't know well, what the order of operations on that is. What model is the wired one? That's a good question, man. I don't know. Like, is it the Street Fighter Four one or is it the Cross Tekken one? No, they're both Street Fighter. So. Oh, okay, so you got yeah. the you got the earlier Mad Cats model then. Yeah, still pretty good. Yeah, it is. But I, I really want to get this Hori one. Yeah. I go order it off the Amazon. It's good. It's good. I have the official tournament TE two yes. plus whatever. It's pretty Dude, cool. You're gonna destroy all of us because <laughs> that stick is awesome. It's got the soft underbelly. Man, that was really cool. Yeah, actually, it's pretty warm. Yeah. The, stick your Mitomo phone in there. It'll make yeah. it even, during the cold winter months, you'll keep yourself quite warm. Anything else for you this week, Vaughn? Uh, well, I've played. Uh, well, I've I finished Fire Emblem Birthright. Right. Oh, okay, so now right. I've moved on to Conquest, mm. which is a lot better than Birthright by a okay. lot. Okay. <laughs> like it's it's really good. Like a lot of people, like including myself, who had like complaints about Birthright, all of that is washed away in Conquest. Like the character selection is much better, the story is better in my opinion, and the difficulty is reminiscent of that of, I guess, Awakening. Okay. Because Birthright is hella easy, especially once you get to like the halfway point where you get your overpowered character. I'm just bored as fuck. Well, I still haven't played I, it since I the last time we talked about Fire Emblem. I, I wouldn't blame anyone if they skipped Birthright and went straight to Conquest. But you know, I can't so. do that, Vaughn. You know I can't do that. I mean, it, I wouldn't recommend it, but I wouldn't blame you for doing it. I gotcha. So, is yeah. this one more... Uh, I've heard Conquest A is more difficult, it and is. it is uh, more of the older, traditional Fire Emblem. There's it no is. world map. You just kind of go on and on and on and on. Is that accurate? <clears throat> well, the... The castle overworld is still the same as it is in Birthright. Oh, I hate that shit. I mean, it's not that bad. I like, hate that but shit. But the, uh, the, all the weapon names are like still familiar, although the weapon builds are still kind of the same. But a lot of the stuff is more reminiscent of Awakening. Okay, cool. It's a lot of what made Awakening good, and they brought it over to Conquest. So it's easily a much better game, in my opinion, than Birthright. And I've also heard that Revelation is even better than this one, so okay. I'm looking forward to beating right. this. Well, tell, you tell me that. Like, I, I did this with the Fire Emblem Awakening. I started playing it, and it didn't grab me. Then I stopped, and then like three years later, I picked it up. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I and, mean, you, and can, then, you, so. you can muscle or skip through Birthright if you want to. I wouldn't, no, I, I wouldn't blame I've you. I've started it. I'm going to finish it. All right, well, if you can muscle your way through Birthright for the rest of it, it's not that bad. Okay. It's like it's it's still pretty good in its own right. It's just conquest is just so much better. So if you cool. once you make it to conquest, you'll immediately start liking the game again. Awesome. I promise. <laughs> like Renee and I have both been playing it, and we're loving it to death. 
So. Okay, that's good to know. That's, I've got I've some light at the end of the tunnel to look forward to. Absolutely. Um, other than that, like I tried more poking, but it's it's just not happening. We're not gonna have you shit on poking anymore. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't. I just can't deal with it. Fair enough. No, it's understandable. It's like I like my RNG, but only in actual Pokemon games, not so much in a fighting game. <laughs> But uh, I guess that's it, really. Okay. Most, mostly Street Fighter Five and Fire Emblem. Cool. Haven't gotten to play Hyrule Warriors Legends yet because I've been playing. Fire I was Emblem, see. I was so. looking forward to hearing you talk about it. Cause I've, heard, I've heard not good things. Once 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 I finish Conquest, I will get right on it. Okay. Cool. Um, for me, I haven't had a chance to play much of anything this week, unfortunately, because while we are off of our normal job, day job, main job, whatever. You know, I started up with at King Crow Studios doing marketing and stuff for Quest of Souls. And that Kickstarter's live. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Questofsouls.com. But in the office today, our friends across the hall at Pixel Dash Studios have an HTC Vive. Yes. Uh, Pre-kit, <clears throat> pre-dev, whatever it's called. And I got to put that on my head. And that's the last of the holy trinity of eight VR headsets the that I've not <laughs> messed with. Because I've played, I've messed with the Oculus with Rift. And PlayStation VR back on Morpheus. I haven't played the Vive yet. And man, that thing was so much fun. Yeah. Obviously, it's closer to release, so there's a couple more games. And what we really played were just lame tech demos, mm. like when the Wii came out. But it's just like, it's so better, so much better when you're like in it. Right. I played, uh, the first game I played was called, what was it called? Audio Shield, which uh, is a music rhythm game. Where you don't really move, you just kind of stand in one spot and you hold the stupid controller things up. You look like an idiot. <laughs> but one's orange and one is blue, because everything's orange and blue. But you choose whatever songs. I think it's because they're pulling them from SoundCloud, kind of like um, what's that? Audio Surf. Yeah. yeah. And orange or blue blobs are coming at you, and you have to like punch. Oh, it's like Punch Out, but kind with, of uh, music when they're coming blobs. at you. And um, my boss's wife was checking it out too, so we were taking turns, and her, like you could see what she was doing on just the screen. And it looked kind of boring. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. But then I put it on, and like, once you're in there, it's so cool. You're looking around, and I was fiddling with the the wands or whatever you call them, the motion controls, and like the, the song was just shot up. And I was like, what am I doing? And then I saw Daft Punk yeah. for uh, Tron, the Tron <laughs> Remix soundtrack. And I was like, well, I have to pick that one. I don't even know what this is. So then, like, that song was kind of difficult actually, because yeah, they were just I like going back and forth. But it was like so much fun because when I was watching her play, there's kind of like one little blob at a time but for mine they're like these like cascading like it looks like they kind of go together so you had to like punch like curve your arm while you're doing it to keep up with it okay. all the audience can totally see all i know all my right hand now. motions I'm trying to describe it it's like a disney fantasia type thing kind of to... but it's not that not as fast it's, it's kind of slower but it, it, there's better feedback right because you're watching your hand like punch through the or i guess it's a shield so you're blocking the blobs from hitting you Right. And purple ones come sometimes. You have to hold both both your arms up to it. And like after a minute, when I got out of like the I look really stupid phase, I started getting really into it. Like I didn't care who or what was around me because I had the earbuds in, I had the thing on. So I was just like total sensory like. What if someone walked into your path while you're like I don't know, but a punch in the face probably <laughs> dangerous. But it was so much fun. Like it's just some stupid simple music rhythm game. Just being in it was so much better than playing like Audio Surf or whatever. Yeah. on your computer or Fantasia on your TV. Man, I remember Audio Surf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that, so that was a lot of fun. And then we played, um, I don't know if it has a name, VR Mini Golf, Vive that, Mini Golf. That's the name. Yeah, yeah, sure. Ship it. And 
that was you know dumb and kind of fun because while the Wii the Wii Golf took off because you just swing the thing, since this one since you're in it, uh, you you know you look down, you can move the your club up and down, try to get it down to the ground to putt, and then instead of walking to your ball because that was stupid, you press pull the trigger on the wand and it kind of warps you there, hmm. but it, it doesn't always warp you to the same angle, so you do have to kind of like shuffle around and move to try to get to the right position to hit the ball. And you're also looking around because some of these courses are crazy. Like the last one I played, there's a bunch of like spinning like triangle shapes around the hole, and they they don't stop. So you have to like line up your shot perfectly, and then if not, I'll just knock it away, and you have to keep like going after it. So again, it was dumb, but it was a lot of fun just Can being you, uh... in it. Can you listen to Daft Punk while you play mini golf? I don't know, maybe. Was I it mini golf or real golf? It was putt putt. putt so yeah, mini golf. golf. Yeah. I'd rather play mini golf than. Real yeah, golf. exactly. But I don't know. Like, mm, might want to switch my pre order now. Yeah, man, you got to convert that room back there. I know. Five room. Because the moving, the movement <laughs> stuff was really cool. But it was just that having the the, the wands, the yeah. the motion stuff was even better because it, it made it feel. Just, to me, that's the full VR experience. I agree, and. If Oculus is going to be more closed off with their stuff, and you know Steam and Valve are just like whatever, right? We'll do right. It, it might be better to do. It. It's just five ninety nine sounds better than eight hundred or even yeah. seven ninety nine. But I know once the, the the touch controllers for Oculus come out, it's gonna, probably going to be two hundred bucks. So it's right, going to be about the exactly. same. It's just doing it all at once versus to piecemealing it. And once you're spending you know five or six hundred dollars, what's another two or three? Exactly. So. But even if I – I don't might not have to convert – well, I might because I don't want those giant fucking sensors because they only had it and their studio was kind of cramped. And it was only maybe like a three-foot by three-foot section that they had blocked that off. That seems small. It is. So I can't do any of the big stuff. But, I mean, shuffling around a little bit for that putt-putt, that I had no problem with. Right. The only big thing was – and I've heard this complaint on other podcasts – was um, feeling that wire rub against your leg really like takes Ooh, you out of the immersion. Yeah, I, it's – Maybe disorienting. Yeah, sometimes because when I was playing Audio Shield, yeah, I didn't move, so it was just like I was in total like immersed in it. But when I was shuffling around, feeling that wire on my leg, it kind of broke that immersion. When I was playing the, the putt putt game. Yeah, I'd, I'll probably get freaked out. Right. What is touching me? Yeah, but I did. It did do that thing, and I've always laughed when other podcasts and people they played it, they said it, but it happened to me. On the putt putt level, I was like on a ledge, oh, yeah. putting down, and like I looked back and I went to step back, almost like freaked out, thinking I was gonna fall off. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, no, I'm on the ground. It doesn't matter. So yeah. it happened to me too. Someone is gonna. Uh, <sighs> there's gonna be some terrible situation where mm-hmm. someone's mind fools them into thinking they're right. gonna fall off a cliff. But from what I recall, now that I've technically played some version of all three of them, I think the vibe is the least comfortable to put wear though. I remember the Oculus Rift. The Oculus Rift is super comfortable now. Right. Like the one I played at E3 2015 was awesome, and Morpheus wasn't bad either. It kind of fit in. They had like the yeah, it's the things. ratcheting. This is just like some shitty Velcro the, the that is above my big head. That that is weird to me. And it, it's hard to adjust to put it on, um, because like when I first put it on, like it would look clear when you're looking forward, but if you like turn your eyes down, it was like super blurry. So you had right. to keep messing with like the focus thing that like tells how far apart your eyeballs are or something. So I finally got it the second time, but even also just positioning it and making it tight enough on your head. So it is taken like it has like a you have to have it like perfect. But it, well, is that <laughs> is that Velcro setup the final design? Like that's what they're shipping? I don't know because that, that was, that was a pre, and that's what the other people were reporting from GDC. 
it just seems but, like if that's the premium model of a right. VR headset, then. But I feel like Oculus really needs to make some announcements on Touch like now. Right. Yeah. Because once Vive comes out, they people might jump ship. Like me, I'm really. I'm jumping ship. You've already you've convinced me. <laughs> yeah. Is, I just installed a new hard drive and I'm ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. So I don't know. I'm gonna watch a little more closely now, because my Oculus pre-order isn't coming until May. So that's plenty of time to for Valve to try to sway me over. Yeah. So, but I think I am kind of sold on VR now, because before I was like, "Oh, it's stupid. It's expensive. Get like I don't know. That was really cool. It, it's a new experience. Yeah, I think that's that, it. You know, when we were playing 2D, it's not even equatable to that because when, when you're playing Super Nintendo and now you've got 3D graphics on a PlayStation, that's still just on a TV. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like I'm inside that game. I want Lawnmower Man, <laughs> which I I don't know too many people have seen that terrible movie, but. So I'm now lose my mind in the VR world. Right. So now I need to do more research on what games are coming to what, how we're doing, whatever, because now I'm super interested in this. Maybe you should just get both. Okay. And I have the PlayStation VR technically still oh, pre-ordered. So that's, yeah, let's see, three, 600 no. plus 500 plus 800. It's $1,900 of headsets. What about the, I know it's not VR, but Microsoft's uh, the HoloLens. Oh, that's 3000 for a dev kit. Don't, don't, no, well, obviously you're not getting that. But is that ever coming to retail? Or are they just? I don't know. That's it? Now I'm trying to convince Wait, Cody, my boss at King Crow, like, all right, we need to make some VR games now because this is really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a challenging uh, endeavor for many studios. So I can't imagine having to develop on that. Yeah, like when you test, you got to put the headset VR. on over and over again to do it. Or I guess right. you could develop it just in 2D and then, I don't know. That seems weird. I am not a developer. I cannot comment on yeah. the challenges of creating a game in VR. <laughs> all, all I want is uh, cool experiences to play. I'm greedy. I don't want to make them. I just want to be in them. Right. So. But also more than more than just games. Like I'm interested in other aspects of VR. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I put me on the on the courtside seats at, a, yeah. at the NBA Finals. You know, let me watch mm-hmm. the Super Bowl in this or go to a concert wearing a VR. That'd be really thing. cool. Just uh, I'd have to set up some kind of. I want like a fan system. Like not not people that like me, but like you know, a, 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 something that blows air on, on me. I, I want to really feel like I'm kind of doing things. Yeah. Except for that circle around my face where I won't be able to feel anything <laughs> other than numb. From the, <laughs> yeah, when you, when you took the headset off, you could totally see, like, the, you got the raccoon eyes. Yeah, like back to reality. But it was cool. I had, a, I had a blast with that. I'm excited for our VR future. Yeah, it's going to be sweet. And that brings us to news. Uh, last week we were able to talk about the free games coming to Xbox owners. That's a good Through uh, Games lineup. of Gold. And that was a really good lineup. So Sony... Came out with um with oh. theirs. Does it match up? They're firing back. Let's, let's find out what we got this month. It's gotta oh. be knack. It's gotta um, be knack. Nope. <laughs> On PS4, you can download Zombie, Zombies. which is also known as Zombie U. Yeah, Zombie U, which is a remake of Ubisoft's first game, right? Or something like hmm. that. I heard that game was good. Zombie U is awesome. Yeah. I, but I feel like a lot of the fun I had with it was with the gamepad. Yeah, I'm making gamepad motions right yeah. now. That's, that's yes. what I'm saying. Hmm, I don't like, know how it's going to work yeah, exactly. on a PlayStation 4. Also, uh, Dead Star coming out on PS4. That's like a 2D top-down shooter MOBA. Okay. If that, obviously. Great, obviously. Yeah. Mul- I think it's multiplayer only. Hmm. For PS3, we have I Am Alive and Savage Moon. I think I got I Am Alive last month when they accidentally put it up free. Oh, nice. Now so it's just kind of, I guess. Now it's just stopped. Now it is, now it will be free. And then on PlayStation Vita, you got uh, Shoot Shimmy? Shoot, Shoot Shimmy? I own that yeah. on PS4. And a virus named Tom. Of course. Of course. Some indie games, mm, yeah. some smaller titles. That's it. 
That's it for not quite knack. I guess not yet. Not quite knack. <laughs> I guess, like, the only, like, big, like, one is Zombie, I guess. And even then, that's a port from a four-year-old game. Oh. That needed a gamepad. That needed a gamepad. Well, pad. that need it. It probably right. is better it is, for well, it. It's, it's better with a gamepad, probably. I'm just going to hook my Wii U gamepad up to my PS4. Good idea. <laughs> sure, it'll work. Yeah. Just gonna yeah. Get a USB cable. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly a stellar lineup from I'm, Sony. You know, part. I'll try that MOBA thing. That could be fun. Yeah. I like that other MOBA they put out on Plus a while ago. Awesome Knots? Yeah. Yeah. The game's great. Okay. It's funny. And it's got great music. <laughs> um, Rocket League's basketball mode, Dunk House, is officially <laughs> confirmed. Nice. For an April release date. They used to call me Dunk House back <laughs> in uh, middle school. It's it weird. is. It's this month. It is this month. And yeah. it looks super cool because there's like a rim and a net. So you can't just hit the ball into the goal. You have to like hit slam it up it and there. slam it. And it's huge. The, the, yeah. The rim is. It's huge. And you can, you can drive up like imaginary rim to like jump in the air and stunk right. it. Note that this is not an April Fool's joke. No, no, this is actually true. All the things we are talking about today are true. And Rocket League is coming to retail. Yeah. For twenty nine ninety nine. I yeah, assume uh, it's going to come with all the DLC. Okay, that makes a little yeah. sense. It's a little that's, high. That's pretty, that's pretty good. I'm I, sure people would be hey, more than willing to play, support pay 30 the bucks for, you know, mm-hmm. for, for an awesome game like Rocket League. With all the DLC. With Probably. All the yeah. Uh, Wednesday night, Square Enix hosted a big Final Fantasy reveal event. Uncovered Final Fantasy 15. And I was not expecting it to be what it was, but it was a it was a pretty big ordeal. Although yeah. GameSpot totally ruined their surprise by yeah. announcing the leaked uh, release date, which turned out to be true, so rumor confirmed. I, I enjoyed the way that they kind of uh, trolled that. When they yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it because I was working, so please, let me. you watch well, the event, it sounds like. The event, yeah, I did watch the entire event. It was hosted by Greg Miller and Tim Geddes, and uh, if you know Tim, or if you know Greg Miller, he was the same persona that he is always on this event, uh, with his <laughs> okay. kind of loud... Yeah. He's, it's Greg Miller, it's, it's who he is, so... <laughs> I don't know if it fit Final Fantasy, but Square knew what they were getting into when they hired him to host this. So it wasn't going to be like a different Greg Miller. Because he is not a Final Fantasy fan. No. Tim, Tim is. Tim Gettys yeah. is. Yeah. I don't know if Greg Miller's ever actually played a Final Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> That's why I want to hire to host my event. But, Trending Gamer 2015. So throughout the event, they were, you know, there's 14 or 15. There's 14 announcements, you know. Why are there not Nearly 15 a announcements? Well, the, at the end, there was oh. a secret 15th Oh, okay, good. And I don't know. It was kind of weird, awkward. There were celebrity interviews. So first of all, what did they what did they announce? You know, so September thirtieth is the release is the, date for Final Fantasy fifteen. Rumor confirmed. And that was the last thing they announced. Okay. Oh, fourteen thing. Yeah. And so there was a button on this, uh, like the coffee table because they were sitting at this <laughs> nice comfy couch thing. So there was a red button on there on the coffee table the whole time, and they were told that if they pressed the button, the, the release date would be announced. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know. They they kind of thought about pressing the button a few times. They were uh, told not to. They were told not to. And then at the end, when they did press the button, it didn't do anything. Um, <laughs> so then Final Fantasy 15, I guess, lead director producer, uh, he he pushed an imaginary button. Who an imaginary button in yeah. our hearts. So then the the release date kind of rolled like a I don't know slot machine kind yeah, of thing. My phone just I'm so sorry. It keeps making noises. I turned the volume off. I don't understand. So it just kept making the slot. It started off with the year, you know, the year. Oh, great. 2000, uh, 2016. Yep. You know? And then it went uh, to the date. I was like, oh, zero. And then it rolled the three. <laughs> well, it's looking good so far. <laughs> um, so then the months start rolling, and it's slowing down, and it goes past uh, goes past September, and then rolls to 
I think December. Whoa. Or no, November. Okay. It stopped on November, and then it it just kind of like I don't know teetered and then rolled. It went back a couple. Times. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> But, but they, they thought they were so clever if that date didn't get leaked ah, twice now. Right. So, I don't know. The event was fun. It was at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles. They showed a lot of – well, they showed a new trailer. They started off with that. They mm-hmm. showed um, so they showed some more about some of the characters, the environments. They announced a demo. They announced that the demo's out now, mm-hmm. or it would be out later that night. Yeah. They announced two different collector's editions, which are only available. No, that's not true. Only the super collector's edition, which is one. sold out. Which is sold out is available on the Square Enix store. Yeah, and Amazon did have some of the collector's edition, just the one with the steel book. Oh. They sold all those, I guess. On oh, I missed that one. Website. Damn it! What else did they announce? There's um, going to be an anime. Yeah, there's the the anime and the movie. And a That's kind of cool. Like that that worked well the last time. <laughs> <laughs> the the anime is supposed to be like what six it's eight episodes? It's five. Like a prequel? Five episodes, or it's five or six. Uh-huh. It's like and a pre- it's like a prequel story. The first episode is available now. It's free, okay. So you can stream it or download it, and then they'll release the rest. It's of on them. Crunchyroll. I don't know. Okay. I think you can just go to YouTube or just no. you can just Google it, download the raw <laughs> file. That makes sense. And then the movie, I don't know how they're going to release that because it's not coming to theaters. But if you buy the special edition, it will come with the movie. On Great. Blu-ray. Yeah. So it looks good. I mean, the game, oh my god. I think I read today or yesterday that Square Enix says they have to sell 10 million copies of this to break even. <laughs> Dang. That's a lot. I mean, think Please about it. Our game. How long have they been making this game? 10 years Long almost? time. Yeah, that's so, yeah, they need to sell a lot. Well, yeah. with a game as big as this, I wouldn't like be surprised if it, they actually did sell that many. Is like, it, a lot of people have been anticipating this. For I don't know. I don't think this game could sell 10 million copies. I don't I think so it either. Can. It's going to be interesting. I, I think they're going to struggle to sell five, to be honest. I'm so? down. Like, give I've, I already pre-ordered the, the stupid $300 version. Like, <laughs> I'm a complete idiot. And I don't even really like Final Fantasy that much. But here I am. There, uh, there are a lot of Final Fantasy geeks out there. So Yeah, I mean, they had no trouble selling out of the... They only made 30,000 units of the uh, $280 version. Dang. You don't think they're going to go all like, oh, hey, uh, now there's some more. They should, because if they want to make that money back, it'd help... If the retail cost of each copy was not sixty, but instead it was two hundred and seventy or eighty, however much it was. I was trying to find other games that have sold at least ten million units. Uh, kind of like Grand Theft Auto Five sold uh, like forty million. So yeah, that's true. Grand Theft Auto did sell a lot. The, this Wikipedia page only goes down to fifteen million. Okay, which is Sonic so the Hedgehog. So the first Sonic yep. from nineteen ninety one. Lemmings with fifteen million. Wait, Lemmings is a franchise, or this is Lemmings, the Amiga? The Amiga okay, version yeah. sold fifteen million. Is that ten dollars a copy? Pokemon Black and White fifteen point six, Call of Duty World at War fifteen point seven. Ah, uh, come on, this game is better than Call of Duty World at War. It's it's a big list. Let me come up. Let's see, uh, Super Mario World twenty point six million, We Fit twenty two point six seven yeah. million. That was a phenomenon. Grand Theft Auto four twenty five million, Diablo three thirty million. That's including all platforms. All versions. Let's see what else we have. Mario Kart Wii, 36.38 million. That's Grand Theft Auto V, 60 million. Yeah. Is FF15 only PlayStation 4? It's an Xbox, Xbox One, One PS4, One. and their Ruma. Ruma has it as PC. PC. Yeah. That, then if it's, if it's all three of those platforms, I would not doubt that it actually yeah. will sell that much. I hope it does. I want it to be successful. I want Square Enix to make games like this. Wii Sports, 
82.72 million. That doesn't really count because that includes yeah, with every Wii. Yeah, the pack-ins. And the winner, according to Wikipedia, is Tetris with 425 million. What does that count? Like <laughs> iOS downloads? That doesn't. That's, it says copy so sold many, and slash paid downloads. Yeah, that's so many like different. Yeah, most of those copies. cost a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Probably so many different versions of that game too. Actually, now for single platform, it's the it's Wii Sports, which I don't count. So the, the single platform Super Mario Brothers with forty million. Yeah, but that was packed in too, right? That's true. Okay, so Mario Kart Wii with thirty six. That was packed point. in too. There Sometime. was a Mario Kart Wii bundle. Tetris was packed in. We Sports yeah. Wii Sports Resort. Not a pack in. Not a pack in. <laughs> There's our winner. Thirty two point eight. Or <laughs> new Super Mario Brothers on the DS for thirty. So, yeah, there we go. That's not a pack, and they still sell that. Yeah, they still do for thirty bucks. And that is all the news I have for this week. Oh, Did I yeah. miss anything? I, it wasn't a whole lot, but I've been really busy, so I don't know if I missed anything else. No, uh, you covered the. Uh, oh yeah, that's everything. Okay. Uh, Ki season three is out. Yeah, yeah, mm, that's really cool. You can play as all of your favorite Microsoft people. I want to play as Peter Moore. Per- Does that count? <laughs> I mean, is he with EA now? But I mean, I could. <laughs> Somehow it's still I don't be think so. Peter Moore in the game. He could like roll up his sleeve and like, lasers come out. His tattoo. So that brings us to my new favorite segment of the show. Oh, rumor has it. A lot of rumors this week. So, uh, turns out a little housekeeping. You were right, Stephen. Last bad week we talking rumor. about the bad rumor for yeah. the leaked NX controllers, you, both of them. You know why I knew it was bad? What's that? That leak did not hold water. I hate you. That's leaving now. I hate you. <laughs> There's our pawn Neil's not here. Yeah. Turns out that first white one that leaked a couple weeks ago Why's was it photoshopped. Why is it gotta be? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. This is the most serious segment of the show. So yeah. I'm not stopping. <laughs> it um, uh it was photoshopped so that that like everyone got duped. But that one looked kind of fake. It did. The one that looked more real, the black one that I thought was actually real at different angles. Right. That was a 3D printed. Man thing with 3d printers yeah. now like who what did you trust in these days i can't trust anyone unless reggie walks on the stage yeah. and pulls it out of a pocket in his jacket i, I want him to, he's like hey this is the nx you want to do you want some pizza i made the bigfoot pizza and here's the nx my name is reggie <laughs> so thank you for coming so sure it wouldn't be bill trennan <laughs> uh, bill trennan uh, he's he's not gotten to that status he does not get to announce a console dang sorry poor bill <laughs> So he's fired, by the way. <laughs> moving in to our new rumors. Okay. This week we have a couple, couple uh, Call of Duty rumors. That is a popular franchise. It is a popular franchise. So of course, rumors are going to be coming around the series. First one I wrote down, according to GameZone, <laughs> my favorite website for GameZone is the uh, the next call. Rumor has it the next Call of Duty title will have a pre-order bonus that includes Modern Warfare One and Two that will be backwards compatible. Okay, I'm going to say this is like half true okay i'm well no th- okay this, i'm gonna i'm changing my mind right now it's gotta be a good rumor or bad okay, rumor. apparently it's not true <laughs> i think it's a bad rumor you think it's a bad rumor and here's why i was thinking well okay they're probably just gonna do some dumb thing where when it comes out on xbox one you get like digital copies Kinda like of fallout 4 and fallout 3 yeah but that, there's no way that could be the case because sony's got the marketing deal with call of duty right so why would there be a pre-order bonus for, right i just don't think this is a good rumor I think, that makes sense. I think that Activision wants to spend money developing a new game, and they want you to play their new game, yeah, not their old, not game. their old game. And this is quote unquote Infinity Wards. You right, know, it's their go around right. this time, and Ghosts kind of fell flat. But the guys who started Infinity Ward are making Titanfall now. Exactly. So what is Infinity Ward these days? Uh, I but, think that the here's the I think they got a good rumor. The good rumor. The good rumor. Think, according to Eurogamer. Yeah. 
Uh, rumor has it, this year's Call of Duty game will be set in space! Yep, I think this is a good rumor. Okay. Because nobody liked Ghost. Yeah. Don't make no. another Ghost game. Mm-hmm. You need to go somewhere else. Yeah. And there's they've already gone everywhere on the planet, so where <laughs> else is there to go? I remember going into the future, right? Yeah, they have. the near future and the Advanced future. Advanced Warfare, future. yeah. Because a lot of people thought when Modern Warfare 2 was coming out that it would be in space because there's that one scene where the nukes... Modern right. Warfare 2, spoilers, when the nuke launches, it cuts to you, you're playing, you're like an astronaut, and right. you see the nuke from space, like, take off, and yeah. that, that's it. That's, that's but a lot of people like. thought that would be space, so I don't know. I feel better about this rumor than the first one. But I don't want to say it's a good rumor yet. I'm not sure. I want to, I want this to be a good. You want rumor. to be a good rumor? Yeah. I want I want space Call of Duty. How do you feel, Vaughn? We rate our rumors now, so I think, I think it's I think it should be true. Okay. Like it's time for the Call of Duty franchise to go in a different direction. If it's not in space, I want it to be in 3000 BC. Follow <laughs> that Far Cry money. <laughs> And just, Call of Duty with no guns. You can yeah. just slingshots and bows and arrows this day. <laughs> yep. Call of Duty Primal. Call of Duty Primal coming out this fall. So there we go. A couple Call of Duty rumors. Um, so we also have, rumor has it, Shadow of Mordor 2 is oh, in development. That's right. According to Stuntwoman Lauren Make Him's resume page. I just got a copy of her resume. Oh, yeah? I saw it on there. <laughs> I can verify. This is a good rumor. Yeah, because she's done uh, stunt work on... Plenty of different games from mocap as well as movies and more frequently Daredevil season two. Right. So now the only way this is a bad rumor is if somebody 3D printed her resume <laughs> and then released it because there's it's no way to know like if her, it's really um, hers. It's her like LinkedIn or like it's not LinkedIn, but it's like if you're like stunt, stunt, stunt people man LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I want to go to that website. <laughs> yeah, they got to tell these people, artists, whoever, to quit fucking updating your shit <laughs> for games that are not out yet. Because well, I mean, like six years ago, I remember somebody updated their resume saying they worked on the score for Bully Two. Oh, and yeah. that never That's was a true. thing that we know of. That we know of. Rockstar likes to take take their time. Maybe E three, they're gonna Maybe. be like, "Hey, Bully Two is out now." Yeah, here's well, the I worked with the score well. six years ago. So we'll see. Shadow Mordor won a lot of Game of the Years. Yeah, and sold very well. It sold so very well, so it makes sense a sequel to come they out. Should so definitely it's not make a surprising. I think it's a good rumor. I think it's a good rumor. So when uh, if it's a good rumor, when does that game come out? This fall. They're gonna pull a Fallout. Put it's it gonna be announced October. at E three, and it'll yes. come out in October. Yeah. Because what else does WB have to show at E3 uh, this year? I don't know, Lego Dimensions. I guess more Lego Dimensions stuff. Some Superman announcement. You think? <sighs> yeah, maybe. I think Rocksteady teases what they well, – we're getting into you, the E3 speculation. It's got to be Justice that. League. I know nobody wants a Justice – well, someone wants it, but I, I don't think people no, well, in with general – wants it. I don't think – most people don't want a Justice League game. Yeah. But it'll be Justice League related. Maybe, um, maybe Suicide Squad. Yeah, maybe more Batman. There's like, well, fuck it. We're just gonna make, we make another one. Here's the killing joke: the video game because we have no <laughs> ideas. We have no, We just don't know what to do anymore. Right. Uh, so that's it. That's all my rumors. That's all my news. Yeah. Let's see what's coming out next week. Yes. Starting today, Friday. Uh, Strickbold, a dodgeball adventure, comes out on PlayStation Four, Xbox One, is, and PC. Uh, this is this the latest from Telltale Games. Dodgeball, <laughs> Tell, not, Telltale Dodgeball. That'd be pretty great. I wish. You, if you choose not to throw the dodgeball, then your opponent will <laughs> remember, remember that. <laughs> um, on Tuesday, Quantum Break is coming out on Xbox One and Windows 10. Uh, you know, Remedy has never made a bad game. Mm-hmm. Remedy, for me, is up there. Their track record is right up there with, like, Valve oh. or EAD from Nintendo. Okay. And they haven't made a lot of games, Yeah, but I've been a fan of them since Death Rally mm-hmm. on PC in 1997. So. Instead of buying my Far Cry Primal months ago, I switched that money over to Quantum Break. 
So I'll be able to check that yeah. out and talk about it next week. I'm hopefully. excited about this game. And also Dirt Rally comes out uh, next week on some platforms that I failed to write down. I'm going to guess PC, Xbox One, and PS4. I'm going to guess you're probably right. So Sorry, Wii U. Sorry, Wii U indeed. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah. There we go. Good, Good rumor. Good rumor. <laughs> Heard about that one. Uh, so that's it for your new releases. Let's check the Electronic M box. We have an email from Brandon this week. Ooh. What we got? This is a... Uh, this is a doozy. It sounds sensual. Mm. It's like a sensual email. Ooh, it kind yeah. of is. In a bad way. Oh, God. <laughs> Gameware champions, what are y'all's thoughts on the recent uproar of feminist representation in the world of games? I'm mostly referring to the recent news that a female character from the upcoming game, uh, Overwatch, uh, had some kind of taunt pose removed because it was deemed sexist. However, it was very debatable that the, uh, that was the case, but Blizzard removed it instantly. Thoughts? Well, there's already been something like this happening in other games, such Street as uh, DOA 5. His next follow-up was the, or the next Extreme 3. Fighter. Not, not, not DOA said, 5, but Extreme Volleyball 3 and Street Fighter 5. Yeah, right, his, right. His, his follow-up was, I can see how DOA Volleyball can receive negatively, but this seems trivial to me. Um, I don't have a problem with little things changing in a game. Uh-huh. To me, if, if the game's not done, if it's not shipped, yeah. then whatever, because... Mm-hmm. I know that this is the way that they originally intended it. Well, they changed it, so that's mm-hmm. fine. But I do have a problem with if someone, if a game is released, and then and going then back and they've fixing gone it. back and well, Bayonetta is making these weird poses. We need yeah. to change this. That that is a little different to me. I don't think I think developers need to stand behind their creative vision and don't need to bend right. that just for the will of people. Mm-hmm. Right. But if a game's not out yet, then it's I yeah. I mean, it's still really technically in beta. I was we were having this discussion at work. One of my coworkers is actually supporting Blizzard because he had a very logical argument. It was apparently a Reddit post talking about it, how it was a, it was a problem because they the, the 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 poster said it doesn't fit Tracer's character. She's kind of a tomboy, she, like some of the other characters who are more you know voluptuous, more right. sexy. They could see that, but the fact that like Tracer was doing this, that's what the problem was. It yeah, just because it didn't fit her character, right? And that's why they went and changed it. Which I I didn't do much research into this specific thing. I just figured they all had like oh, it was it's like an over the shoulder. I'm turning away from my phone. It's a cami like, pose. Yeah, it's it's, it's an over the shoulder cami pose, and that's yeah. what they didn't like. Right. So, and Blizzard wouldn't took it out. I'm like, well, if every character has that, then it's equality. So they should. That's do why it. Saints Row Four is praised, <laughs> right, for not being uh, sexist because mm-hmm. everyone is yeah exactly is sexualized in that game. So yeah, they, you know they they censored out Armika's super butt over here. Yeah, yeah, the butt yeah, slap. But doesn't like Hot Which, Ryu do that? It isn't, it isn't Does even Hot that Ryu bad. slap his own butt? I think so. Man, I gotta get a GameStop code for that. <laughs> like it's not even that bad. Yeah, like, it's just a butt slap. That's what wrestlers do. Especially Armika. <laughs> yeah, that's what she does. And then yeah, DOA three, Extreme three didn't come out over here. Yeah, that's just not coming. Out. Other things are changing. So, you I know, mean, in that game's defense, it's probably not a good game at all. Yeah, it's probably not. And you can actually still import it, and yeah, it's all in English. In English. So I don't know. Yeah, it's been a big thing coming up. I just don't like, like you said, I have a problem when a vocal minority has a developer change their creative vision, especially when it involves censorship. Like I'm against yeah. censorship. I'm against in censorship most as well. Yeah. So, so not the biggest fan of it, but I mean it's their stuff. And at least in this case, once I looked more into it and talking with my coworkers, I can. It wasn't like an SJW like rah rah rah. It was like it seemed like a well thought out. Right. Reddit post, and maybe that's why they went ahead and changed it, because it wasn't all, let's just holler about it, you know? Right, right. So, he also has follow-up, because remember, we asked him oh, good. some of his follow-up hits questions he sent us before. So he says, also, uh, Peppy Hair has to be one of the best rabbits in gaming. Do a barrel roll. 
That's and definitely <laughs> one of the most quoted yeah, lines you're right. in all of games. Yeah. Ben is definitely high tier in the rabbit game. On last week's show, he asked who our favorite game, rabbits and games were because it was Easter. And then he said, and one of my favorite Easter eggs, like Adam, is a lost Easter egg in Just Cause 2. That when your plane crashes on an island, it's complete with a lost hatch, smoke monster, plane yeah. wreckage and all. So... That's thank you. One. Yeah, thank you yeah. for that uh, email, Brandon. If you want to email us, you can. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. And that brings us to special stages. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Seeing as how I actually have one prepared yeah. this week. Whoa. Yeah. The, uh, the Zelda Symphony is in New Orleans tomorrow. Yeah, so on no, April it's, 1st. It's today. It's today. You are there right on now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So. Are you I'm, going? I'm, I'm going to. Yeah. Have you been? I've are you there before, right now? So I am very excited to be here at the Zelda yeah. Symphony is for it, the first time. Is ever. that the Sanger? Hmm? Is it yeah. the Sanger? Yeah, it is. That's cool. I saw it uh, three years ago in the Greek Theater in Los Angeles for, oh, nice. during E3. It was outside. It was gorgeous. You can do outside things in the summer in, in California and not yeah. sweat your balls off. Because it's <laughs> nice and cool. It's yeah. like 65 degrees. It was super awesome. And like, you know, you could, mountains were behind us. So when they played, you could, like, Anyway, it's going to be cool. You're, you're going to appreciate it a lot more than I did because awesome. you're a huge Zelda fan. I, I appreciated it, but I didn't know all of the music. I didn't play all the games. And right. I think you'll love it. Yeah, I so, will, I'll definitely like you'll it. You'll definitely have to let us know uh, what you think next you'll, week. You'll find out next week. Yep. Steve? I just, this, this whole week being off work um, for me mm-hmm. has been amazing. And I've really got a heavy case of senioritis right now. Yeah. Because we yeah. have five weeks of basically working on the road yeah and, and then uh, we are off over the summer pretty much i'm very much looking forward to that i was doing like yard work this week and just i don't know it was it, was, it felt great to not have to worry about anything and just that's like, really cool be outside and yeah i'm definitely looking forward to the summer mm-hmm. uh, wish it would be here right now but also yeah. i could use some money so that's also a good thing i'm glad to be working for a few more weeks a few more weeks counting it down yeah um you know for mine i didn't want this to turn into a shill show when i took this position but you know, yesterday our our Kickstarter for Quest of Souls uh, did go live, and I'm super proud of it. Even though I've only been on the team with the team for a few few weeks, I know meeting everyone and seeing the hard work everybody's put into it. And you can say this about any indie game that comes up, but you know, it was a big accomplishment uh, getting it together. And it's live; it's been live at the time of this recording about six hours, and it's already been super. A lot of positive responses. We got tagged as a project we love by Kickstarter. We were yes. the top post on new, the top one on New and Noteworthy at the time so it's super great i'd encourage everyone to check it out support local game development you know we we've kind of got pulled together four different local game studios under one roof under one banner to make this game so it's like all of batner's collective work is going into this so if you like supporting local development please check it out questofsouls.com we'll bring you to the kickstarter and it's a lot of fun there's a demo out right now on steam you can go download play it for free yeah and once you beat the demo it unlocks our multiplayer mode which is a competitive um, kind of ball like game, Micro Ball. Anyway, it was it's a lot of fun, and you should check it out. I full disclosure, I've kickstarted this game. I broke yeah. my my. I appreciate that. Not kickstart clause. <laughs> Thank and, you. Um, Thank yeah, you. I'm excited to play it. I'm gonna download the demo tonight. I cool. haven't done it yet. It's just the whole Mighty Number no. Nine thing, but I think I'll break it. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, you can hold me responsible if we delay three times. I'm looking right at you, buddy. <laughs> um. I did find a couple bugs in the demo, so it is pre-alpha, so bear with us. But I also finished Daredevil Season 2. Yeah. And uh, it was really good. I think I like the first season better. Oh, really? But that doesn't mean this is bad. 
right, right. The first four episodes of Daredevil season two could be a movie. Really? Yeah, if they cut it up a little bit, it could easily be like a two and a half hour film. Huh. And it's so good. I still need to see season one. You should. I keep trying to recommend it to my sister because she loves watching Law and Order. I'm like, well, it's just Batman plus Law and Order. Yeah. So that's super cool. Luke Cage is coming out in September. Yeah. You know him if you watch Jessica Jones. And Netflix is just because they're, they're losing so much content, you know, as mm-hmm. far as old licensed movies and TV shows. But the new content they're creating, yeah, it's great. Might be the best television available. Mm-hmm. They have no rules. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. And it's not even television. Right. It's, it's HBO. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not um, cool. So that's our show. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. I'm at V for Extreme 12. I'm just on Mitomo now. So <laughs> just follow, find me there. I don't know how. You can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameWareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash GameWareExpress. You can listen to it on SoundCloud, where I post it every Friday, as well as on iTunes, Xbox Music. Google Play, check out Quest of Souls, questofsouls.com, like us on Facebook, King Crow Studios. Uh, next week, I think we finally have it narrowed down. I can hopefully say it. We should have not one but two special guests next week. Um, and I'm not going to say who they are just in case it, we've been pushing back a few weeks because of schedule conflicts. But it should happen. Some more local game developers should be uh, joining us next week to talk about their upcoming title. So stay tuned for that. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me as always this week. Thank you everyone out there for listening. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next week.